Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the topic of training Black boys to men. Now, we know that our Black boys and our Black men are part of a multi-burdened group because, you know, the intersectionality of them being Black and being male has been, you know, a, a it's put them in a position of being uh, a marginalized group, much like our African-American women. Okay, the disparity that we're seeing a lot of our Black men and Black boys facing with regards to education and criminal justice mm. and health and employment and fatherhood, mm. mentoring, housing and violence. These are things that, that have continuously, continuously be, been a point of contention for our Black men and our Black boys. And so, you know, before we dive into this topic and, uh, you know, get to talking a little bit about the effects of this, you know, I would love to introduce my guest. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have him introduce himself at this time. Thank you, Kim, for the introduction. And, and I just love the way that you articulated some of the conditions that Black boys are facing um, today. So my name is Julian the General Smith, Jr., and I'm from Decatur, Georgia, and I am a, a, a two-sport activist like Deion Sanders was a two-sport athlete. And my two sports and activism are education and music. Um, uh, I use education through teaching uh, history to be able to uplift, um, and I use music to be able to attract. Yeah. Um, I'm from Decatur, Georgia, and I uh, attended Bethune-Cookman University where I received a full scholarship playing trumpet. And while in college, I studied accounting. And after college, I was, uh, became a professional trumpet player. And through my travels, I saw the opportunities. And by seeing those opportunities, it really uh, impressed upon me my responsibility to, to give back or uh, to be able to, to teach others, to teach young black boys that they can do similar uh, work with their gifts and finding their talents. And being able to have impact, being able to make a, a true difference in a, in a black boy's life, that's what lights my fire and keeps me going. Yes, absolutely. Well, it is wonderful having you here. You know, uh, Julian and I, Julian and I had an opportunity to meet one another some time ago, and I have watched him grow 
in such a short span of time. I've been watching and I mean, he is a phenomenal trumpet player. I've had an opportunity to hear him play and um, just to see the wonderful things that, that um, he is seeking to do with our black boys. And that's why he's here. And uh, I wanna first congratulate him. He recently received his, uh, his uh, teaching certification and so we were like, yeah, yeah so we just, <laughs> we're giving <laughs> some kudos for that because we know that it's necessary for our black men to be in positions to educate our black boys, not just in the streets, but also in the classrooms. And so it's, it's a beautiful thing that you're able to do that. So again, congratulations on that, um, you know, on that achievement. Okay. Now, the one thing I want to talk about briefly is there was a bill that was written by Congress back in 2019, and that was a commission that was established for the social status of Black men and boys to study and make recommendations to address social problems affecting Black men and boys. Now, this commission was supposed to um, report their findings every, you know, annually to the president, to the president's cabinet, and to uh, Congress, and to uh, the jurisdiction, I mean, the committees of jurisdiction, and uh, this information is also supposed to be made public, you know, through a federal website to anyone who wants to get and you know wants to have access to that information. And the yes. goal was for them to create, develop, and improve governmental programs, and also to alleviate some of the underlying uh, causes of some of the disparities that we're seeing with our black men and our black boys, but. You and I know, and I'm sure some of our listeners know, that it's not just a governmental problem, you know, even though we know that those that, that you know, they're part of the system, they fall victim to a lot of, of, of the uh, programming and things that are happening, a lot of the penal systems and things of that nature, but we know that it starts in our communities. We know that it starts in our homes, you know, that, that we you know, remove that vacuum that that a lot of our black boys and our black men stay in. Because so many of them yeah. are in in uh, you know areas and uh, you know they may have been raised in impoverished areas and they don't find their way out of those areas. Mm -hmm. And so it's really a matter of educating and 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 counseling and mentoring. And a lot of that is going to come not, not, not always through governmental programs, but also through just being able to mentor one another man to man. So, yes. so let's talk a little bit about your experience, you know, growing mm -hmm. up and, 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 you know, what's really pushed you to this point that you're at now. Oh, excellent. Thank you for that question, Kim. Mm -hmm. For, for me as a, as a trumpet player, coming up in band programs, band directors were like a, a second father. And seeing them and the way they organized and the way they led, it, 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 it was another example. Um, I, I grew up in a, a two-family home where my dad was an educator as well. And, and now as I am an educator and I do the work that I do, I see how phenomenal my father was. And I see how um, the impact of not of a young man not having a, a positive male role model present in their life, whether it's father, band director, 
football coach. And in, in particular, with the personalities that come from rap artists that may not always be productive right. to their life. And even for myself coming up, we had Tupac, but we also had Drew Hill. You know, we may have had um, a rap artists like Project Pat, but we also had music artists like Music Soul Child. Right. And so for my upbringing, there was, a, at least in the society, there was a balance. Right. It wasn't either you, you had to be a thug or you, had, we, and we actually embraced some sense of feeling. Right. Right. And so, yeah, just like you said, it's, it, it's just, you know, so much of, of what we, what we have seen our black boys and our black men experience, like you said, are, are, you know, a product, a project, I mean, a product of their environment. It, it is what we're, what they're exposed to. And just like you said, for you, you know, being able to grow up in a two-parent home, and we know that, you know, even the word parent is, is mm. an anomaly now because, you know, we, some families consist of, <laughs> you know, two moms or two dads or, or an, an uncle or an aunt or someone else raising our children. So we know that families don't even look the way they mm. look back when, uh, you know, I was a kid or, you know, even, you know, in your, in your experience. So, yes. so we know that there is a difference in families. And just like you said, we're seeing a lot of the extensions of families. Like you said, band directors, coaches, people who are stepping in and, and, you know, being more of a mentor as, as opposed yes. to, to, you know, a, a um, parent or, you know, or, or they're taking on that father figure, you know, role. Yes. You know, but I guess it's important also to make sure that we're getting our boys to school so that they are there to to be able to interact with those who are, um, you know, who, who are in need. You know, they, they need that that upbringing. They need that direction. They need that mentorship. And I'm sure that's been yes. difficult for some of them to find it. So, yes. you know, what, what has been your experience there with, with regards to, you know, being able to, you know, encourage the boys to, to make their way into a school door? That question of why is always a top point mm -hmm. because it's, 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 it is challenging um, given the school environment, because they, the kids, they understand what, what is a grade. So you put me through all of these tests to get a grade. You put me as soon as they start testing it, third grade. And it, um, the environment is just, the, the system itself is not necessarily conducive to the creativity that our children have, the energy that our children have. And so it, it um, and this is why I answered the call to go into the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's a, I, I, I'm learning that I am the example and that any teacher that they, they want to know how much you care before they know how much you know. Right. And when, 
they feel that you care, when they see your enthusiasm, when they feel your passion consistently, then they'll start to respond in a different manner. That's right. been my experience. Right. And I love that you say that because it is about also making sure that that we uh, you know, value their creativity because not everyone we know is academic. We have a lot of talented children who are talented in sports and in music and other things and in just being able to combine the two. And, and, and I think that is great that you have that, that ability because like you said, as a, as a professional trumpet player, as a, a, you know, as a musician, as, as an athlete, as a person who boxes and, and has discipline, you have many roles that you can bring to the table for our young boys. And so, you know, you know, I want to talk a little bit about some of the, the programming and things that, that you're seeking to do with our boys to, to help them to, you know, get into that space of, of tapping mm -hmm. into not only that educational piece, but also that creativity mm -hmm. piece that they have. Mm. Thank you for that question. Um, so I, I started, uh, established a foundation in my father's honor, um, the J.K. Smith Senior Foundation. And um, the motto is cultivating the hidden genius in black sons. Mm. And I do that through how you mentioned through the boxing, through the music and the history lessons by giving them an, an alternative personality because the, the rappers have given them thug, the rappers have given them savage, the rappers have given them beast. And I decided instead of saying, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, I'll say, why don't you box? Why don't you come be a scholar? Look, look at, look, as Oh, we lost your, your yeah, <laughs> we lost your sound. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Great. Okay. Uh -huh. um, as, as a scholar, as a scholar, uh, we can travel and we can go to various places around the city and around the state. And, and that's, that's my approach is to, as you, as you mentioned, to provide alternative productive personalities. Right, right. And that's something that they need. And, 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 um, and be, go ahead. Uh -huh. um, and, I, and I've also realized uh, from, a, from that, from the perspective of corporate that I, I realized that, well, I was already doing the work and I realized that as an institution, as a foundation, now I could partner with government I could partner with church and I could partner with school. And I realized that that was an area that um, we have, we just, we have to improve upon and being uh, more uh, productive as far as in particular black men mm -hmm. who seek to help black boys is that we have to have institutions, whether we establish them ourselves or whether we join a particular organization or institution. Right. Now, have you found with your institution, you have been able to recruit other Black men to uh, partner with you in your efforts to work with the boys in your community? Yes. Yes, I have. I, I, am, I am realizing that the more work I do, 
the more people will say, hey, I see you working. And, and so like how you mentioned, um, you see my boxing and you, you hear my trumpet playing, that, that encourages me to continue that. And, and people have um, supported. And, and now, as you mentioned, with my position as a middle school history teacher, I have more leverage um, to, to be able to attract support. Yeah, and I'm sure it's been a challenge you know, you say middle school history, and we think about the history <laughs> that is in the textbooks, and, and, and we know that there are some disparities there. And so how are you dealing with being able to, you know, incorporate some of the history that, that you are more familiar with than, you know, what's in that history book? And I'm, I'm very glad that you uh, brought that up because um, from the concept of, it's one thing to have a law mm -hmm. and it's another to enforce it. And so they can say, oh, don't teach this, don't teach that. But who's coming inside the classroom to ensure that it's not being taught? So now it's, it's on the teacher to just take that little extra. And, it, and, and it's, I'm not saying it's easy. Um, but it is just on the teacher to take that extra step to say, okay, all right, tonight I want you to go home and Google Denmark VC. All right, I'm going to give you some extra credit. All right, you know Martin Luther King. Well, you somebody tell me about who was Benjamin Elijah Mays. Right. And um, encouraging also debate clubs, debate teams. I really love the movie, The Great Debaters. Uh -huh. And that's something that I loved uh, Denzel's character in the movie. And that's a, the type of character that I seek to be for my students. Um, I, I, yes, I'm an international performer, but I seek to see my students on stage. I want to see mm -hmm. them shining and speaking and with the, with the best, with the so-called best of the best whether it be Harvard or, or Howard. That's it. That's it. And I think that that's wonderful because I like that you say, you know, not just, you know, incorporating some things in the classroom, but also doing those extracurricular activities. It's wonderful to see Black male teachers being able to say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm helping to, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, spearhead the debate teams and other things like that, because we want them to know it's not always about sports. There are other things that they can, you know, get into and, and be a part of, and, and that it's okay to have a combination of things, to be that triple threat, to be able to say, okay, not only am I smart, but I also am talented, and I know how to, to use both to my advantage, you know, so yeah. it's wonderful to be able to see that. Now, my question is, when, um, when this pandemic hit, and, you know, things started shutting down, and, uh, you know, I know things are slowly opening up and now we've got this other strand coming and things may be closing back down again. We don't know, you know, what the situation is going to be there. But in your program, did you see a surge of more boys coming into the program as a result of the pandemic? Um, it, it kind of um, stayed steady. Uh, um, so I, I am kind of just getting going um, with it. 
and um, yet I, I have it also it exposed the need mm-hmm. and and I really saw if so I'm, I grew up and live in South DeKalb mm-hmm. and I saw that it's nothing for kids to do um, not only as you mentioned earlier when it comes down to food after 10 o'clock where can I find a fresh vegetable um places to go and it and and it it really impressed upon me the need um during the pandemic during the pandemic of of having our own institutions that so what happens when the school says you can't come here what happens when the school says you have to get this your child has to be vaccinated or they can't come here Or what happens when the, when the school system says, okay, we're not going to teach history at all because we're focusing on science and math. Right. Where are our institutions? Right. Where, so um, we, we, have, we have a lot of opportunity. And so I'm very thankful for platforms such as this yeah. to talk about how now. My. Okay, now, and, and what, one factor that we have that, let's say, Booker T. Washington and, and even, let's say, on up to Martin Luther King, we have these technology platforms yeah. where we can, boom, with the, with the push of a button, My. we can reach the entire world. Right, right. And we know that, you know, even in, in some of the uh, communities where the children are struggling, that, that they may not have access so we know that it's an even harder push for us to try to establish even those things because, you know, most of our Black boys, you know, before this pandemic hit, were out there, you know, shooting ball and, and doing things. Mm-hmm. And, and now the parks are closed and people couldn't be outside. And, and it was like, wh- where, where do they go? And like you said, what do they do? And, and, and where do they turn? You know, and, and there has to be a voice. There has to be someone that they can turn to and, and be able to, to get some of those answers, you know? And, and a lot of them will gravitate towards people who look like them. Yes. So, you know, I know that, you know, that that's where the push comes to, to be able to establish programs, to have our Black men to be able to mentor and to guide them because we have so many successful men out there who yes. you know like yourself can reach back and and help to to lift our boys up and to bring yes. them to you know to a to a good space so talk to me a little bit about some of the little boys who may have come to you and and some of the things that you told them because there was one video i'll, I'll mention that uh mm. i saw you uh working with a young man showing him how to play the trumpet and, yeah. and showing him how to keep his time and to do things like that and just and, and just staying with him and encouraging him. And, and it was wonderful to see that, to just say, okay, yeah. you know, you are doing, move a little faster. All right, let's go and, and, and yeah, keep going. You got it. And I mean, it was wonderful to see that. And so, you know, just talk about some of those experiences, some of those, some of those lessons that yes. you've been able to teach. Excellent. And, and those instances is what just lights my fire seeing seeing the student that's trying to get it that is hey okay how do I do it and and as you mentioned just being there to say 
No, you're doing a good job. You, hey, I've been playing 30 years. You won't sound like me today. And um, being able to, to show them where they can go with, look, with that trumpet in your hand, the world is, is waiting for you. Um, and being able to be able to, yes, plant that idea of, uh, yes, you're starting here, but with a little discipline, with a little effort, you can get here. And to, and to really to have that idea attainable to them, right. you know, and not just say, you can be president of the United States, <laughs> which could, yeah, you could, but it's only one president every four years. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, um, and so those those moments um, are as are, are, are ones that I seek to create more with the with the trumpet playing, mm -hmm. with the boxing, and and with the history um, being able to, uh, in particular from the black perspective, mm -hmm. um, because and now more and more I'm understanding that it is important to learn history from a black perspective as a black man. Yeah. And it that doesn't exclude anything else, but it, it just gives me proper understanding of okay, what's my role in America? And especially now that our children are forced to grow up sooner than they would are designed to. Right. And um just having those opportunities. And so I definitely look forward to to the support of government and the support of church. To be able to um, right now, I'm I'm self-funded, mm -hmm. and and but however through faith, right. I know that God will provide um, as I continue to go, yeah. and so those instances with those boys uh, is what keep me going. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's talk about you know what. Let me see. I want to make sure that I word this properly. Um, let's talk about, you know, what are some initial steps that that we can take with some of our boys? You know, I know you said discipline, and and that's something that's powerful when you're talking about boxing. When you're talking about learning an instrument, you know, when you're learning about learning about history, what 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 is the, or what are some things that that uh, or some takeaways that some of our listeners can take with them with regards to helping their boys to get on the right track to becoming mm. successful men in our society. That is a, a beautiful, beautiful question. question. It's a huge one. Um, <laughs> Dr. King, he said, he say, um, see the whole staircase, but take one step at a time. Right. And so in response to directly to the question is, we have to give our boys a, a personality. If it's, if it's Wynton Marsalis, you know, okay, even if it is LeBron James, let's look at, you know, he built his school. Did you, hey, if it, if it is a, artist, a music artist, being able to, to take what, something that they know and, and just build on it right. to, to inspire them right. so that they can, they can take that light and they can go look for themselves. Right. And they can see, mm, I like this, I don't like that. 
Um, so I, I think one of the first steps is, is kind of identifying some examples of, of excellence. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great because it's like you said, when you think about people like LeBron James, yes, he built a school. You think about people like Shaq, he didn't just play mm-hmm. basketball. He's super tall. Yes, and everybody was like, oh yeah, he's going to be a ball player. But look at all the businesses that he owns yes. and, 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 you know, other things that he's invested in that, that has continued to build his empire and has continued to, to monetize the things that, that, you know, you know his lifestyle. And so those yes. things are important too. So I love that you say that, that, you know, that we're giving them, you know, substantive examples and saying that, you know, even a person like little Wayne who went to school and got his master's degree and things of that nature, you know, where, 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 you know, people have to say, Oh, you know, they're a little bit more than just, just the surface. You know, because we know that, yes. you know, as men, it's about ego too. And and you want your ego mm-hmm. and you want people to see you as, mm-hmm. you know, you know, having your stuff together and and, and being mm-hmm. able to, you know, to, to provide. That's mm-hmm. huge. And so, you know, yeah. I think it's important though that, that you say, you know, it's, it's about creating those examples. It's about saying, hey, you know, it, it's more than just the basketball. It's more than just the thing. They, you know, they took time to learn their craft, but they also learned, you know, how to how to sign contracts, how to get paid for yes. things like that. So it's always being able to take it to the next level. So I think that that's an important thing for for our young black boys to know, so that they can, you know, pivot themselves in the position to, to yeah. you know, to be able to 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 get beyond where they are. And and yes. and I know that you know, I know that we just scratched on the surface. Of, yes. of, of you know this because this is something like I said that has been systemic for us yes but, but it's all about trying to you know go beyond you know it, and and what's beautiful is we have done it before we have examples like Booker T Washington and uh something that inspired if Booker T Washington can do it in the middle of Alabama and Tuskegee we we have every we can do it every resource every every resource and, and we have more people in politics we have black billionaires we have we have everything and so now from from what i'm saying as far as in 2021 it's just um us deciding what, what what's the curriculum what's the strategy what's the narrative and i think that as we continue to, as, as we're doing to, to uplift the youth to say, okay, you know, I'm 35, but you're 13 and you're smart too. And you know what, you and your friends, I want you all to go present me with a, a plan. Right. And right. so as we continue to merge these generations and we can, and that's how, that's I think that's one of the a sustainable solution yeah. is that uh, intergenerational leadership. Absolutely, I love that you say that. I love that because it is it is th- this is a time where I think we have five different generations that are all in the in the workforce at this time, and that's something that that we've never mm. seen before. And 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 just like you said, it's going to take that intergenerational, you know. Uh, combination of of you know some of the new things that that are are not familiar to those of us who they consider the quote unquote old heads you know mm-hmm. and being able to to say okay 
how how can we how can we come together and and make this work for all of us so that all of us are are yeah. benefiting from it and 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 building on those foundational things like you said that Booker T Washington we didn't have the technology now that we have the technology how can we merge some of those you know basic mm-hmm. line things that that you know those trailblazers set how can we continue to build on that how can we stand mm. on their shoulders you know so yes. I love that you say that you know yes. it's all about trying to trying to build and saying okay what's your plan you know you have an idea how do you how do you want to execute yeah. that and then showing them how so I think that that's marvelous that that you know that you're creating yes. that type of platform to be able to to help our boys to be those men that they need to be. Okay, so I know we can go on and on, <laughs> but I know that our time is coming to a close. But what I do want to do is ask, like I do with all of my guests, what are you doing in the now to be able to, to stay focused and to, you know, stay positive? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's been a challenging time. And I know I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't touch on that. You know, we've just seen a lot of, of, you know, violence. We've seen a lot of anger. We've seen a lot of, of yes. our black men being targeted, killed, you mm. know, becoming, you know, yes. uh, members of the penal system and not being able, you know, being falsely accused. And, and so it's, it's been a challenging time, mm. you know, and, and like I said, it, it, it's history repeating itself. But but I'm sure that you know it's been challenging all the more because it's becoming mm-hmm. more prevalent. So how how do you focus? How do you stay yes. positive in the midst of all of this? Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, it it um it it is it is a challenge as you mentioned to to stay positive to to truly see the condition of our people to truly see. The condition of our children, um, whether it be we see them on the corner trying to sell water, or whether we um, we we see various acts of violence. But for me, I just I just stay hopeful in the fact of, as we mentioned about Booker T. If a brother like Booker T, who came up from slavery, can help to establish a school. If a brother like Frederick Douglass, who came up from slavery and still had enough wherewithal to negotiate with presidents, um, I just I, I draw strength from the ancestors. Mm. And I also draw strength from those the boys that you see me mentor and see their spark mm. and, and to know that they're they're dependent on me. And they're depend also they're dependent on me to be there for them. They're dependent on me to make sure that I get the resources that their school needs. And, and not just me, but for but us. They're really they're dependent on us to ensure that we pass that baton. So for, for me, um, I just I'll draw strength from my ancestors and from the children. Yeah. Um mm. to to find a, a balance. Yeah. And to keep moving forward. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's, and that's beautiful to see, just like you said, it's, it's again, that intergenerational, you're looking at the ancestors mm-hmm. and you're looking at those who are coming behind you and, 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 and remaining hopeful, 
that they're our future, you know, and that you can teach them based on what they've learned from, from based on what you've learned from your ancestors. And I love that. And, and because yeah. you teach history, you're in that perfect position yes. to be able to bring that to them. So yes, like you yes. Said, it's a huge responsibility. It's a lot. It's a lot. But when you do what you love, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yes, it's, it it's a labor of love. And I would also like to share that um, in my process, it, it has taken me five years to get into the classroom. Um, I transitioned from, let's say, becoming a full-time musician into a career in education. And, and now I see some of those, those hidden uh, obstacles that uh, prevent black men men in general and people in general from getting into education and um and those are some of the things that we are going to address as well um because what good is passing the test to teach but just because you pass the test on the computer doesn't mean that you know how to teach children right you're right and this is a, a situation where let's say when we look at uh, Booker T. Washington or Martin Luther King, teachers didn't have to pass a test. Is if you care and you have some knowledge, then you are going to go teach that child. That's right. That's right. And now, as you said, you're in a position where, where you know, you, you get to see the things, and and it's definitely difficult, you know, being an educator myself. You know, mm. on outside looking in, and then on the inside looking out. You, you know, it's all about perspective. And the perspective mm-hmm. is different when, when you're in, in those places. And, and that's where you can go in and see where those disparities are and start mm-hmm. making those changes. So it's good that you're in there because you can be the voice. And that's yes. what we need. We need voices. We need people to be mm-hmm. able to speak on those things. And if they're not in that, in that room, then they can't speak. You know, sometimes they got to be at the table. And I know we, we have to also be in a position to make our own table. But when we're at the table, we want to make sure that we have a voice as well. And so, I mean, you know, it, it's just phenomenal. The things that you are doing, the, the you know, steps that you're taking to make sure that our Black boys, you know, come, you know, turn into strong Black men who, who can see opportunity to be able yeah. to do anything. You know, yes. and, 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 and we've seen some wonderful examples in that, that we are definitely, you know, creating that intergenerational braid or that bond that's going to yes. be strong and tight so that that way we can move in a direction that, that we need to move. That's going to be that twine that's going to help us to find mm. numbers. And so yeah. I'm grateful that, that you're a part of that and that we're all strands and that we're all working together. To yes, we are. Yeah, all friends. You know, so like I said, I know that you do your, you know, for for uh, you know, some of the things that you're doing personally. You know, the boxing, the the uh, you know, doing things, and I I know you know, going in and continuing to uh, you know, learn more about your ancestors. That that's just a beautiful thing as well because you know that that's helping to strengthen you, and in turn strengthen our boys. So like I said, I thank you so much for being here with me this evening, for sharing and for, you know, just 
just being a part of the process, being a part yes. of, of the plan, being a part of, of, you know, what's going to help our boys to succeed. We need yes. more men like you. We hope that you continue to, you know, build and continue to grow. I'm definitely going to have you come back as you continue yes. to grow your program and, and as you're looking to, to uh, you know, expand. And, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that and, and, and what it's looking like as, as time progresses. So uh, with that, let people know how they can get in contact with you if they're interested in your program and your foundation and would like to support. How can they get in contact with you? Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, so our website is www.jkssr.org. Okay. which stands for the J.K. Smith Senior uh, Foundation, jkssr.org. Yeah. And my phone number is 404-579-0279. You have an email? And the email is jkssr2020 jkssr2020 at gmail.com at gmail.com okay well you all heard it here again we'd like to Jake th thank <laughs> julian the general for being with us and for helping us to learn a little bit more about how we can help our black boys turn into positive and strong black men in this now Again, like I said, I wish you the best of luck and success in all that you do. Thank you so much for being with us. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace. Peace. Thank you, Kim. My pleasure.